morning, everybody. <clears throat> Welcome to another edition of E.W. Jackson for America. Uh, before I get to my topic for today, I hope you had a great weekend, by the way. I hope you had a chance to catch my sermon yesterday. On Mondays, we play my message from Sunday. I hope you got a chance to catch that because I'm going to deal with that to some extent in today's discussion. Uh, I want to remind everybody, Tuesday, May the 16th, that's exactly three weeks from today. We are hosting our Stand Awards Dinner at the Tyson's Corner Marriott at Tyson's Corner, Virginia, 7 p.m. Our honorees are Andrew Womack, Dr. Alveda King, Alan West, retired lieutenant colonel, former congressman, and now dean of the Robertson School of Government, former congresswoman, businesswoman, uh, tax attorney, Michelle Bachman. Uh, an illustrious group of people. We're giving them the George Washington Award for taking a stand. And uh, folks, I tell you, I'm, I'm excited about this dinner. I really am because patriotism is under such attack these days. And to have four people who love God, who love this country because they see it as I do, as a gift from God, they have people from around the country coming to celebrate them and celebrate what Stand is trying to do <clears throat> in bringing Americans together across racial and cultural lines to uphold our Judeo-Christian values and principles is a really exciting time. I want to invite you to come because of generous donors. This has happened every year so far. I guess it's going to be kind of the, 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 the way our dinner works. But because of the generosity of our donors, we have complimentary tickets available. If you would like to come, the tickets are $150. If you would like to come, uh, you can email us at awardsdinner at standamerica.us. Awardsdinner at standamerica.us. Let me say that again. Awardsdinner at standamerica.us. If for some reason that doesn't work, uh, for some reason you have any problems, email me at ewjackson at ewjackson.com. Very simple. So either way, stand, uh, it, not, not stand, awards dinner at standamerica.us or ewjackson at ewjackson.com and just say, I'd like to claim those complimentary tickets. Now, right now, because of the numbers of tickets that we have, we're able to accommodate as many as you want for yourself, two per person generally. But if you have family members in your immediate family now, I'm not talking about <laughs> you know, <laughs> your long lost cousin and all that. But your immediate family members, your sons, your daughters, um, your their 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 spouses, uh, who would like to come, we have enough tickets to accommodate them. Of course, we're going to run run out. We always do. We did last time, and so first come, first serve basis. So if you're interested in coming, go ahead and sign up now. Now, look, here's the only thing I would say as a proviso because we learned this lesson last year. Please, if you sign up for tickets. You have to come. If you can't come, you've got to let us know in advance because here's what happens. We give away these complimentary tickets. People say they're coming, and then at the last minute, they don't show up. Well, guess what? We have to pay for those dinners, and they are expensive. Now, in a sense, they're already paid for, but that's money that could go to the organization rather than going to pay for a dinner that nobody's going to eat, okay? So if you sign up for the complimentary ticket, wonderful. We'd be glad to see you. We're going to check with you before we have to give the final count to confirm that you are indeed coming. So 
So when you sign up, include, of course, your name, your telephone number, your email address so that we can reach you when the time comes to just verify that you're going to be there. We're happy to have people come. Uh, our, gen our donors have said, please fill up, fill up my seats. Uh, we've got donors who buy as many as five tables, folks. Well, they're not bringing 50 people with them. That's 50 people. So they say, you know, maybe I'm bringing 10 people. I'm bringing 20 people. You got another 30. You can, you can give those away. So we're, we're attempting to use those for young people, for um, people who might be interested but have never heard of our organization, want to find out more about it before they invest their money, that kind of thing. So I would just encourage you to, uh, if you're a supporter, if you're interested and you want to come and bring your spouse, bring your family members, please do. We've got the tickets available. And as we get close to running out, we'll, we'll inform people of that. But right now we got plenty, and it's a first-come, first-served basis. So go to uh, email to claim your complimentary tickets to the awards dinner. Go to awardsdinner at standamerica.us or email me at ewjackson at ewjackson.com and say I'd like whatever number of complimentary tickets you want. Now, please give us the names of the people who are going to be coming with you uh, you, you and your spouse, or and whoever among your children or your family that you're bringing, give us those names because we want to know exactly who is planning to show up. Okay, because when we, when we confirm, we will confirm not only you, but we will confirm whoever you are bringing. There will be people from around the country. Uh, it's going to be a wonderful time. We will have some wonderful music. It's, it's just going to be a great and inspiring event. Most importantly, you're going to get a copy of our stand. Uh, annual report from 2022. Um, we're going to tell you what we're doing and what we're planning to do about the new initiatives that we've got coming up and so forth. Uh, look, we love this country, folks. Stan was formed to try to help save America. I know that I can't save America single-handedly. I don't believe in a, even a president of the United States can single-handedly save America. As many of you have suggested, I run for president. If I were to run for president and somehow were to win, I don't believe that uh, any president, including me, could single-handedly save this country. But it would be up to a president to galvanize the American people, to awaken the American people, to take a stand for our Constitution, take a stand for our free market economy, take a stand for our culture, our Judeo-Christian culture, take a stand for family, a stand for faith, stand for freedom, and, and, and to, to really unapologetically begin to assert that and to tell these corporate moguls, these, these, these presumptive oligarchs and these uh, university ivory tower pinheads and all of these people in, in uh, the, the entertainment world, tell them, look, America is a Judeo-Christian nation. That is our culture. You're not taking it away from us. We're not backing down. So if you want something else, if you want a godless, secularist, Marxist culture, you want a sexually hedonist culture, go live somewhere else. Go live somewhere else. Go find a nation that wants that and likes that. But we're not having it here. I think, that's what, I think the American people agree with me for the most part. I really do. But they don't have a spokesperson. They don't have a... And, and there's, such, there's such great cost to speaking up. You can lose your job, have your business destroyed. Because these leftists, because they are godless, because they are amoral, 
They'll do anything to you. They don't care. They don't care what happens to you. They don't care what happens to your family. They don't care whether you can whether you can support whether you can support your family, whether you can live or not. They don't care. They're not interested. They're only interested in their agenda. Okay. Well, that I don't want to get ahead of myself. That's one thing. Please don't forget, sweet land of liberty, reflections of a patriot descended from slave. It's available on our website, standamerica.us. Uh, it's available for a 15% discount on my publisher's website, which is, which is faithfultext.com. The publisher's for Dallas, and I always get those two kind of confused. But the website is faithfultext.com. You'll get a 15% off uh, because there's no middleman. That's our publisher selling it directly to you. Now, if you want to support Stan, staying true to America's national destiny, you want to help us, go to um, the website and sign up as a Patriot partner for a minimum of $25 a month, and I'll send you a signed, numbered copy of the book, okay? And, and believe me, folks, nobody's signing these books for me. I am personally signing them all. And if you see me at an event or something, you buy a book at an event, you see me sitting there signing books, that's what I'm doing in my office. When people sign up as Patriot Partners, I'm signing the books myself. They will be signed and numbered by me, okay? Um, one other thing, and folks, this is big. I know I'm taking up a lot of time with this, but this is, this is big. This is big. In partnership with my church, my church and Stan are really sister organizations. At some point, we may bring them under a single umbrella, but they are sister organizations. The church is, is proclaiming the word, preaching the word, teaching the word, discipling people, reaching out with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Stan is taking the word of God and applying it to our circumstances and trying to bring people together around the Judeo-Christian principles that undergird the success of our nation. Now, we just, what's today? Tuesday. Just yesterday, yesterday, sign a purchase and sale agreement for a hundred plus acres of land. A hundred plus acres of land in which we're going to build our church. We're going to build uh, uh, offices to stand. We're going to build our studio. We're going to build our school, the Maximum Potential Christian Academy. It's not going to all happen overnight, of course. But first, we have to secure the land. Now, folks, let me just tell you something that you, you, this is going to literally, you're going to be rocked by this because it's a miracle of God. Um, we are talking over 140 acres. And I am paying only $800,000 for 140 acres of land in a prime area. Now, I know you think, you got, you're exaggerating. I'm not. I'm not. It, it's, look, it's a miracle. I called one bank and told them what, you know, uh, about the transaction, about what we're doing. And when I told the guy the size of the property and told him the price, he laughed and said, that's a good deal. <laughs> he, he chuckled and said, that's a good deal. <laughs> You know, so when you get a banker chuckling and saying that's a good deal, you know it's a good deal. 
I need your help, folks. Everything I've just said to you before, you want to do something extra to help us with the, with the purchase, we're going to give this a, a title. We're going, to, we're going to label it and market it and all of that. But we, but we didn't want to do any of that until we first got it secured. So we've got it secured. We've got 60 days to close. Uh, what's yesterday was the 24th? Yeah, 24th. So we got April, May, we've got until June 24th to close this deal out. I need you to help me raise a million dollars. So I thought it was 800,000. It is. But there are other things that we want to be in a position to do. We're, we're, we're in a space right now. Got it. We got a beautiful space right now, but it's rental space. It really serves us well, but it's not enough. And we're going to be paying for this land and paying for the space we're in. So we want to get out of it as quickly as possible. And we can raise a million dollars. We can build at least a, 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 a starter building that we can then begin to have worship services in and don't have to pay rent to somebody else. Now we're, 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 on our, we're having worship services on our own land and we'll start from there. Well, so you all stand by because we're going to have prayer services, which we're going to live stream, and we're going to have a tent meeting, which we're going to live stream so that everybody can sort of get a see what, what, what God has done for us, what God wants to do for us. That's up to us to step up. So look, folks, we're, we're trying to serve God here. And, and I could not have made this happen. This is the hand of God that has put this in my hands. And now I know that God is going to help us to do it. And I'm asking you to join in as partners to help us. That should give you some more incentive to, to buy the book, sign up as a Patriot partner, to come to our awards dinner. Or if you can't come, you can't, don't want the complimentary tickets, you just want to support Make a contribution to it. Well, if you just want to make a contribution, maybe hearing this has touched your heart and you want to make a contribution to, um, you can, by the way, I said it's a partnership between Stan and the church. The church is the lead organization that is buying it because the first thing we're going to do, of course, is put a church building on there. But this is going to be a combination between the church and Stan, which is sister organization. So you can make your check payable to Stan. You can make your check payable to the call church. And you can contribute to either one, and it will it say for the this is for the building fund, if you will, or for or for the for the new property, for the new campus. I haven't decided the name yet, but I I've got one in mind. I'm I'm still praying about that. But we're good. this is going to have a campus name. Yeah, folks, it's going to be this is this is going to be major. It's going to be major. I've been believing God for this for 30 years, longer, not quite 40, 35 years. I've been believing God for a campus and the Lord has finally delivered the land into my hands. At least I've got it provisionally. Now I've just got to finish it up. I've got to close it up. Help us. StandAmerica.us is the website. StandAmerica.us. If you want to do it to the church, the church is thecalled.org. Thecalled.org. I know I've taken up a lot of time, but, <laughs> but this stuff is all pretty important, folks. It's all very important. Okay. Here's what I want to talk to you about today. You know, you've heard me say that the problem with the left is, and there are many problems, but the problem with the left is that it is not serving humanity. It is not serving our country. It is not serving our citizens. It is not serving our people that they're interested in. It's getting people to serve their agenda. 
And if you serve their agenda, then fine. But if you don't, you are discardable. You are, you, you, you can be, you're just flotsam and jetsam to be thrown away. And that they don't really care about people. Nothing, they, they do what they do under the guise of compassion, but nothing in their behavior suggests real compassion. It always suggests conditional compassion, if you will, to further their agenda. Well, I said, you know, illegal immigration, it's not about helping these illegal immigrants when they know they're being sex trafficked, they're, they're being brought here into, into to, to slave labor, they're beholden to the cartels, they're dying on the road, um, they come here and they basically the criminals and the terrorists and the and the and the drug dealers and the fentanyl all pouring across the border wreaking havoc on the people who are pouring in as well as on our citizens who are being victimized by this this unlawful invasion well I forgive the redundancy or the but this invasion of our country this unlawful unlawful incursion into our country but they don't care about they don't care about the American people. They don't care about the illegal immigrants. They care about what furthers their power. And here again, I wish somebody would would start bringing that up and making that clear to the American people. They're using you. They don't care about you. They're trying. They're, look, they're playing chess, not checkers, and they're trying to set themselves up as a one-party state. They're trying to destroy the Republican Party by using the college and university system to brainwash our young people, to convince them that America is a horrible place, a racist place, an unjust place, a sexist place, and, and, and that you've got to basically dismantle it, ignore the Constitution, ignore the rule of law. You've got to focus on equity. You've got to focus on social justice. I just heard a sheriff say on television today, social justice to them means you've got a right to steal stuff because... It's unjust that these people have all of this and you don't have it. So you got a right to steal it. So we're not going to prosecute you for that. What you're doing is an act of protest. But they don't care about the people doing the stealing, and they certainly don't care about the people whose property is being stolen. They care about advancing their own agenda, their own power. Well, here's proof positive of that. Further proof. You know that President Biden, this, this poor kid was shot by this 84-year-old man when he arrived at his doorstep, and this 84-year-old man, for whatever reasons, I don't know the reasons. I, I, I think probably just age and, and overreaction and paranoia and fear, he shot this kid. Uh, it, 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 maybe it had something to do with race. I can't say categorically it didn't, but I'm saying there are a lot of factors here when you're dealing with an 84-year-old man and somebody arrives at his doorstep at night and who knows what's on his mind? But I hope we'll get we'll get the real facts. If he's a racist, then he's a racist. Fine, we'll call it like it's like it is. But it may be other factors involved as well. So that's why I say wait for the facts. Biden wants to invite the family in. Kid's still alive, and he's going to do fine. And I, I'm not criticizing Biden, by the way, for inviting this family and 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 saying you know we our hearts go out to them. I'm criticizing him for for basically demagoguing that issue while ignoring the cheerleader who was shot 
for having tried to get into the wrong car, and knowing the young lady who was shot for having driven into, uh, killed in fact, for having driven into the wrong driveway, and ignoring the fact that two teenagers stole a car, crashed that car into a vehicle, and killed a six-month-old child. Now, I said this relates to the message that I preached on Sunday because one of the things I pointed out on Sunday is that when the Bible says in Romans 1.31, without natural affection, that it really refers to when people no longer function in the instinctual way that God designed them. And I said, it's instinctual that a mother protect her children. And the abortion industry has overridden that natural instinct where it's got people celebrating the killing of their unborn babies. So it's instinctual that men are attracted to women and women are attracted to men. This is the difference between adultery or fornication and homosexuality. Homosexuality, I mean, fornication is a sin and adultery is a sin. Homosexuality is a double sin because it's sin against God's moral law, and they all are, but it's also a sin against God's natural order, and it's a violation of the natural instinct that God put in human beings for men to be attracted to women and women to be attracted to men. It's a violation of that instinct. Well, I said one of the instincts that God has put in people it is a natural instinct. And by the way, every species in one way or another evidences this. To protect one's children. To protect one's children. And there is an all-out onslaught against our children. Whether it's plying them with pornographic material or it's trying to convince them that they're a different identity on the inside than they are on the outside. They need to have their, uh, teenagers need to have their breasts cut off and, and young guys need to have their genitalia cut off and, uh, and, and they got to have hormones injected in them for the rest of their lives in order to bring their bodies into accordance with the word, quote unquote, the way they feel. Minors now, children, kids, including starting in kindergarten to give these kids this literature and talk to these kids about these issues. It's a violation of the natural instinct that God put in people to protect children, their safety and their innocence. Well, this six-month-old baby was just killed. I don't see Joe Biden inviting this family to the White House. Killed by two teenagers in Chicago, 17 and 14. And they've been charged with one misdemeanor count of criminal trespass. Not felonies, but a misdemeanor. Now, see, they could be tried as adults and they could be tried for felony murder. Here again, I'm not an you know, Illinois lawyer. I've never practiced law in Illinois, and the, and, the, and the laws of each state can be a little bit different. But, but based upon what I know, having studied the law in a couple of different jurisdictions as well as federal law, in most jurisdictions, um, killing someone in the commission of a crime is called an aggravating circumstance, okay? Where you go to rob somebody, maybe your intention is not to kill but to rob, 
and in process, you kill somebody. Maybe you kill somebody because you got a gun with a hairline trigger and it goes off, really does go off accidentally. You don't intend to pull the trigger, but you kill somebody. That's aggravated murder. And it's aggravated murder because you did it in the commission of a crime. Well, as far as I'm concerned, this is aggravated murder. Now, it would be involuntary manslaughter because you didn't set out to kill someone. But you end up taking the life of a six-month-old child? If ever there were a moment for the President of the United States, if he's going to show sympathy, this child is dead. Not injured, but dead. In a place where crime is running rampant and nobody is doing anything about it. Brings me back to my initial point. And it's one that you, you have got to understand and not to put too fine a point on it, but it's one that black Christians have got to begin to understand. Black folks in general have got to begin to understand this, but I, I appeal to Christians because Christians are supposed to be people of the word and people of truth. Anytime you get a six-month-old child killed and you got these George Soros prosecutors who basically want to turn them loose on the street again. And of course, we all know you don't have to be a criminal expert or an expert on crime or criminal psychology to know that criminals tend to escalate. They start with smaller crimes and they graduate to larger crimes. You know, rapists uh, often serial rapists, often started out as burglars. And then they decide that in the process, well, it, if I'm robbing a woman's home, I'll rape the woman too. And then they often graduate to murder. Well, I don't want to leave a witness. And then, you know, you kill the person. But it might start it out as simple breaking and entering. This is what happens in the criminal world. And teaching these two kids the lesson that you can steal a car and you can kill a baby in the process and at most slap on the hand. Go on about your business, kid. It's all in a day's work. Collateral damage. They don't care about people. They don't care what happens to people. So, well, what? Don't they care about these kids? No, 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 no. They're sending a message, as they see it, to the black community, which is, we know that you've been treated unjustly in this country, and we're not going to hold you accountable for anything you do, including your most heinous criminals who go out and do things that are terrible. We Believe me, we're, we're not going to punish them either. That's really what they're saying. I mean, we've got to absolutely be forced to. Otherwise... We're going to try to let them off, get them back out on the street as quickly as possible. What are the implications of this? I mean, what, what, so what, what am I saying? What I'm saying is this. We tend to, and when I say we, we as Christians, we as conservatives tend to argue about the efficacy of the policies, you see, and they will always come back to social justice. And I don't know whether you heard Joe Biden's or saw Joe Biden's 
three-minute uh, introduction of his candidacy for president. It was three minutes of pure demagoguery. I mean, just pure demagoguery. Saying we as Christians and conservatives have got to stop fighting them on the logical plane of, well, this policy is bad because, and start going to the heart of what's really going on and exposing that to the American people. Because you see, they'll always revert back to, oh no, this is social justice. Oh no, this is equity. Oh no, this is diversity. Oh no, we're, we're trying to be compassionate. Oh no, and, or, or lie, just flat out lie. Oh no, the border's secure. Oh no, crime is down in Chicago. Crime is down in Manhattan. We're, we're dealing with crime. This is far more effective as opposed to you are literally getting people killed in order to advance your own obsessive thirst for power. That's all it's about. You want power and you don't care who dies, you don't care who suffers in order for you to get it. If a six month old has to be killed in order for you to demonstrate to your constituency the importance of keeping you in power so that the people that you think are associated with them are being treated so well that they owe you their loyalty, their fealty, their obeisance. If it has to be, if it, if it means the killing of a six-month-old baby, so be it. So Bishop, that, that, that seems a little over the top, folks. This is Marxism. It's the heart of Marxism. It's the, the ends justify the means. The utopia that they think they are building is worth millions of lives if necessary. And that's what communism has taught us, right? It's worth millions of lives if necessary. The individual doesn't matter. Human life doesn't matter. The agenda matters, and the power to implement that agenda matters, and that's all that matters. You and I are expendable. The agenda is not, and the power will never be. We need to be praying for the family of this six-month-old baby because I tell you something, I thank God that that instinct to protect children is still very alive and well in most of us. And it's certainly alive and well of those, in those of us who know and love God, which is why Jesus rebuked his own disciples when they tried to stop children from coming to him. The Bible says he rebuked them and said, suffer, allow, permit the little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. Our hearts go out to these children who are, are really now being used as pawns in the, in the Democrat and leftist chess game to try to take over this country as a, as a single party rule and single party rule. That's really what they want. And we, we're going to have to stop them by pointing out to the American people that this is what they're after. I mean, Joe Biden in his little three-minute clip talks about freedom. But I remember during COVID, he ridiculed the idea. 
freedom. She doesn't have any regard for freedom. Talk about personal freedom. Well, what he means really is freedom to exploit your children, freedom to use them for whatever sexual purposes people want to use them for. That's really what he's talking about. And freedom for homosexuals uh, to do whatever they want to do. And, for, and the rest of us must applaud, of course. Because, because they love each other. That's what he said. That's what his father said to him. Joe, this is very simple. They're in love. Oh, give me a break. Man who claims to be such a Catholic. It, it's, it, folks, here again. He, he, these people don't know God. They don't even know the teaching of their own church. I'm talking about these Catholics like uh, Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi. They, 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 they're complete and total frauds. And it is really, a dis, a, 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 frankly, a disrespect of the Catholic Church for them to call themselves Catholics. It really is. Because I know some wonderful Catholics, and believe me, these people are not Catholics. I don't care what they call themselves. They're reprobates. They're heretics. They ought to be excommunicated. But look, I, I, I've, I've gone beyond where I intended to go. Look, God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for your support. Don't forget our Stand Awards dinner. Don't forget my book. And don't forget the promised land that God has given us that we are about to close on within the next 60 days by the grace of God and I trust with your help. In the meantime, you stand up, you step up, you speak up, and you refuse to back up. Because we cannot be defeated if we yield not to it. Because we are on God's side.